0: Hi, I'm Danny Penna and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming
1: Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Get strong! The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor as a substitute for medical advice. The information contained
0: here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered
1: required practice. Welcome to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn.
0: Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation & Muscle streaming radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not... Is the 17th of August, if you can believe that, 2019. My God, where's this month gone? We've had some serious thunder, lightning, hail last night, and it's been thundering again. But the sun's out. It's very hot and humid here, and it's got to break. That's the thing. They're talking two more days of it. I was out this morning doing some food shopping and some errands for the week. I couldn't believe the number of trees that were down. Not whole trees, but we're talking big limbs. Everywhere you go, there's leaves everywhere. I'll tell you one thing. Nature knows how to clean itself up. There's no doubt about it. And I know everything's devastating and this and that. But if you really take a peek at things, it's very amazing how the world works, man. Nature's got such a hold on things. And it can be destructive and beautiful. I mean, it was brutal last night when I was doing the show with Charlie Oliphant. I'm telling you, 10 minutes into the show, the sun was out. You would think it had been like that all day. It's absolutely unbelievable. On that note, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because that's the only way we talk to each other here. We don't talk any other way. We don't say you're this, that, and the other thing. Um... I don't feel any need for it. What I believe in is it does, everybody slips up, says things, I'm I'm guilty of that too. But once you keep rewiring and keep training your subconscious mind, as in your reptilian brain or your second brain, as they call it, or like Dr. Juan was talking about retraining your DNA, you're not going to have a lot of these um, mishaps, I'll say. Because what's happening is you're creating repetition and new patterns and new wiring Um, And I want to say right now who's in here because he's a great guy. We got Ryan Stewart coming in here momentarily. Um, John McKean, as everybody knows, big mentor for me. I discovered him in hard gainer in the 90s as a kid. And he's become such an asset to this company. And all the writing he does. And he's finally going to come on here. And he's going to come on with Steven Santangelo, too. So we're probably going to do he and I and then Steven. And we'll do a three-way show. But. We talked about all that. I do believe the Power Rack, the way we do things, and this is stuff from the days of Dr. Ziegler, Bill March, on and on. It rewires your brain. And uh, we're going to explain the whole thing. We might even put a book out together on this. We've got a lot of cool shit. John's been, been approached by some people for all his articles and all the stuff he's done over the years, and I appreciate him saying this. He said, I only write for Eric and Fiorello Barbell Company, and if I was going to put anything out, we would do it. I mean, that is an honor. That's a friggin' honor to me, man. I like, holy shit, this guy's accomplished as hell, and he's running with me because he said, you're one of the few guys, I think, that get what physical culture truly is. There's a lot more. I know that. Ryan's one of them. But I'll tell you right now, that is an honor for him to even suggest that for me, and I thank John. John is just, top banana to me and will always be also too, go out to fiorellobarbellco.com winners and champions 14 modules our premier product check it out you can download it really easy digitally Um, piece of cake also to fiorellobarbellco.com prosperity conscious page it would be a 25 and 50 $100 investment in FBC and M&M. goes right to my PayPal account. And believe me, it only goes into the business. And that money is nothing when you break it down over 12 months. Divide 12 into any of them. It's peanuts. Um, we really create solutions. We have the best show, in my opinion, out there. We might not be the biggest, but we will be the biggest. And we are the best already. And that's me talking here. But you've heard other people say it, too. Um, We don't mess around here, and when you hear guys like Ryan and I and, you know, last night with Charlie and Dr. Wong, these are people that are living what we're talking about or have lived it and will live other things down the road. Why? Because they don't give up. They're hungry, and everybody's like, oh, you know, 25, 30, you shouldn't be thinking about that. You can put me in the grave with a stone and a bar. I'll see you in Valhalla or heaven or on the other side where we'll open up our own training center again. That's the way I look at everything. So think about all that. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Ryan and I have done. There is a plethora of knowledge of gold out there. And if you've only listened to them once, listen to them a 100 times. Because when you listen to them like that, you're going to get something every time out of there. You're going to get something. Last night. I was thinking about some shows I want to do. I woke up at 2.30 in the morning last night with show, uh, two show titles because I went to bed thinking, okay, what do I want to do on Monday with Will Dinwiddie or an Arianne Messimer? What do I want to do with those two? Guess what? 2.30 in the morning, I'm writing down on an index card, which I always keep on my nightstand, two shows. It, it's absolutely incredible. It's no bullshit. People that are telling you it doesn't work, it works, my friend. Go out and keep trying, no trying, I'm sorry, push, keep going, keep going, keep going. Also, too, uh, sign up on motivationmuscle.com uh, for our free newsletter. As you know, we are content rich here. Whatever I put out will go to your inbox. Also, too, another way to help us out, and you're going to help yourself out, too, is come on in here and advertise with Eminem. Um, we're going to be here for at least another 30 years. Let's make each other a lot of money, because with money... You have freedom, and with freedom, you can offer solutions. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, how much do you need? Well, you need a lot. When you want to do the things I want to do, it's just not going to happen. You can be creative as hell, but how are you going to end up defining it and taking action? You have to have money. Sometimes you have to hire people. I don't have the software all the time to do this stuff, and I don't have the time. I can be part of it, but there's like, as I was telling Ryan, I could could hire two people right now if – we had the currency there in place easily. That's how much is going on here. Just scheduling shows is a full-time job here. And I mean that. Because, But what I'm going to do is automate it as much as I can where you will be, have a, an easy way to get a hold of me, to verbally talk to me. Otherwise, software will take care of everything. I just can't do all the stuff. And there's other things that are more and more important as far as spiraling the show forward. That's what we got to do. But believe me, every guest on here, family, you're as important as everything, too. But there's just got to be other means of doing things. And that's how smart people think, believe me. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, and real power. And on that note, I'm going to give you a bio on Ryan. Number one, he's a co-owner of Black Flag Strength and Fitness. Powerlifter, strong man, and Highland Games competitor. And you know, our last show, which if you haven't listened to it, it was the highest rated downloaded show I've ever done with Ryan to date. It was Stones of Scandinavia. Incredible show. This guy goes out and does research. I know he has other people with him, but this guy doesn't just go and say, okay, that stone's up the hill and I'm going to go lift it. No. He's got the background for everything, and that's very important. So, Ryan, you know it's always an honor. Welcome back, sir, and uh, give out any information, websites. And we're going to do a show today, which I can't wait. No budge, no move. So take it away, brother.
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks you for uh, having me back on. And, uh, yeah, it's always a lot of fun. Um, as far as finding me on social media and whatnot, uh, both on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and you can find our gym, Black Flag Strength and Fitness, on both Instagram and Facebook also. Awesome stuff. Um,
0: just one follow-up. I, I don't know if we talked, I don't remember, and forgive me if we did, on the last show of Stones in Scandinavia. What I mean, did I ask you what you got cooking? Is there anything else this year or are we waiting for 2020 or can you not release it? Is there anything you can give everybody out there? Because I know they're very interested. I am, too. What's going on? Anything that we
1: can know about right now? Yeah, you know, um, we're trying to to go in the fall, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. And we're going to have to probably wait till the spring, which is fine. Yeah. But um, it'll probably be the Faroe Islands. And then um, we we found quite a few more stones in Iceland. And so oh, we do need to kind of work our way back there and, uh, and go rediscover those ones also.
0: Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome yeah. stuff. That's cool. All right. No budge, no move. I'll just start something quickly, and I'll hand it right to you. When I told Ryan this concept, Maybe 20 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago. How many of us through our lifting career, and I hope you all put your hands up or say yay, have hit the wall? By that, I mean things that were easy. This could be your weight training, you know, your stonework, your sandbag work, anything. Farmer's walks, yokes, whatever you want to talk about. Grip work. You're going along great. Head feels great. You're feeling great. You're inspired as hell. You're inspiring your training partners. If you have training partners, you're getting up in the morning. You're thinking about, okay, I got to train tonight after work, or maybe this is what you do for a living like Ryan and myself. And you're like, okay, I'm going to have some free time this afternoon, all penned in. This is where I go, and I want to be left alone. I want to train. But suddenly, after a little while, things aren't moving. It's like, the stone that was, say, a 300-pound stone that I could take and throw it around any day of the week is almost impossible right now to get off the ground. The big squat I've been doing to coincide with the stones or the deadlift or, you know, a lot of people like to do the bench press or overhead. I'm more leaning towards a overhead stuff. That's just me. I do the floor press for chest anyways. I just do close grips for the midpoint, middle of the chest there's reasons for stones. That's why I do it. But that's a whole other show. But suddenly, we're like scratching our head and saying, what the hell's going on here? What the hell's going on here? You know, I can't move anything. Well, logic would say, which you're always hearing the muscle rags especially, is, well, you need to take 10 days, two weeks, to a month off. Now, there are points where you're getting into nervous system stuff, maybe. But what I found over the years was this you got to back off, and a lot of people won't back off. And I was one years ago that used to say it, and I still hear it. I'm going to lose size. What the hell are you talking about? If you've been training 20 years, and you back off for, say, two weeks, and maybe you just go and do something else that correlates to what you're doing but not directly, how the hell are you going to lose size? I don't get any of that. So a lot of this, obviously, is fear. I mean, there's a lot of insecure people all over the place. Lifting, um, if you're so used to a certain way of doing things, it can throw you right on your head. And I don't think it's I don't think it's anything that is that dramatic. I mean, look, if you've been pounding the hell out of everything, you know, and I'm sure Ryan, when I bring him in momentarily, can attest to this. The body, like anything, needs to rest. You know, well, well, I get eight hours sleep, okay. What about nutrition? Oh, I'm getting great stuff. What are you thinking about, though? And usually that is the killer of everything because thoughts are going to transcend into everything. So if you had a bad workout last night and you're carrying that around with you, say, two or three days later, you go going and hit it again, my, I don't know, I'm not you, I'm me, I guarantee you my next workout's going to be worse than the previous one. Why? Because I didn't get rid of what happened three days ago. It's still looming and lurking in the back of my head. And you know when you hear those little voices? And I don't mean voices in that you're losing your mind either. It's coming from what we call innate intelligence from inside. Okay? And it's saying to you, well, you know, you walk up to a stone. Geez, I don't know, man. You're not feeling too good. you're You're not looking too strong tonight. You go to grab it can't even move it and you're just flipping out of your mind well i'm going to give it to ryan but i will tell you this and we're going to get into obviously more of this you know whether it's going to be backing off whether it is taking time whether maybe we go to different movements maybe we only stone lift very very medium for the next two weeks maybe we just scrap it all together sandbag it or maybe we just go right in and we train the basic movements because you're never going to get away from squat deadlift some form of the press if you keep those incorporated you should always be strong and steady regardless what happens but sometimes you have to go back to the beginning as they say and work your way back up it's all yours ryan
1: yeah you know there's a lot of different things that play into that and uh you know, like your example with the stone, oh, man, I can't budget this day. And uh, with stones, it's a little different. I I've always felt you should call it and, and just go home and, and rest. And you, you yeah. do need to time off when it comes to the stones because stones are one of those things that if you don't take that time off and you don't recover – and you proceed to just beat your head up against the wall with one of these stones, Mm -hmm. you're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's tearing a muscle or just there's many things that can happen, but stones are a little bit different animal when it comes to that. And you got to really be careful. So, yeah, if you're out there and it's a stone that you normally, you know, manhandle and it's feeling heavy that day, it's your body's telling you something and you need to listen. Let me ask, um,
0: let me, I don't mean to interrupt, but let me ask you this because we know what you have done with stones in the last few years, incredible stuff. And I know, you know, we had talked in the past of, you know, the toughness you got to build. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you would do them maybe multiple days and, and whatever like that. Um. And I want you to hold that thought. I didn't mean to cut you off, but when you were oh, talking at it, it, it popped in my head. If you get to the point, we're suddenly you're going through a few workouts let's just say with stones we we'll use that as our, our our example here and you're you're as they say swimming upstream but you're not getting too far with it what would you tell everybody out there and i know this is a common sense answer probably But most people aren't seeing it like that way. They're seeing it as like, oh, this stone hates my guts now, and it's got my number. How do you answer that, Ryan? How do you say that in a very simple way where where when they hear this show, they're going to say, I never thought of it that way? It's all yours.
1: You know, it's – and again, the stones are a little bit of a different animal when it comes to – you know, weightlifting and stuff yep. like that. They kind of have their own separate set of rules, but, um, yeah, it, it really doesn't become a, a toughness issue. I don't feel like if it's a stone that you've been around and you've lifted before. Um, but you know what you can do on those days is just, you know, find it, find a different stone, drop down, Yeah. you know, t- take a stone that's 50 pounds lighter and put the work in, but, Usually, if you're that burnout, you do need to take some sort of time off. Now, whether it's stones, whether it's gym lifts, I mean, whatever, um, even in the Highland Games, I had gone through it a few times to where it needs to be different. If you're yeah. not getting variation into your program, your brain gets bored, your body gets bored, your central nervous system's bored to death, and there will be no progress. Yeah. yeah. And it, that is the key without a doubt, in all of strength training is the variety and getting, you know, is essentially as conjugate as you can in order to keep your progress moving forward. And for me, I don't really worry about if my progress is slow. Progress is progress. Yeah. And as long as I'm going in the correct direction, that's all that matters.
0: Well, let me ask you this. Okay, so we hit the wall with stones, right? We back them off 50. It just still feels like a load. We don't mm-hmm. want, we don't feel, We let's just go with the idea we got a little stale on the stones. All right. Yeah. Now, let's talk about here. All right. So let, let's let think about this logically. Let, let's think about, okay, I need a rest from them for maybe a couple of weeks. And mm-hmm. before everybody's like, oh, my God. What do we want to do? Let, let's focus now on building some big energy with our weights. Now, I'm not saying going 90 because chances are maybe we can't even go 90% right now with the steel. But let's talk about now how we can take the steel and make that transfer over. and it, Let's just say it's only going to be two weeks, but we're going to plant the seeds in our head with whatever movements we're going to do for the next two weeks that when I go and touch the first stone, say it's a 200, 250, 300, I'm going to pick them up with such aggression and ease that I'm going to say to myself, I'm back, I'm ready to go. What, do you, what would be your idea as a, a nice, short, tight program you know with some steel
1: that's actually real easy and so what i do every single time is i break it down into max power output and speed and in doing that you're working at max power output right around 65 percent of your max and then with the speed it's between 45 to 50 usually 45 is more accurate if you're looking at like one meter per second Yep. But anyway, when you drop down and you say if you take two weeks in work, nothing but max power output and speed in the weight room, um, the transfer, not only are you giving your, your central nervous system uh, a bit of a deload from all the heavy grinding weights, Yep. but you're actually going to come back, not just stronger for being rested, but you're going to be much more explosive, yeah, and much more hungry to lift, and uh, yeah. So it basically gets broke down into a max effort day, which is your max watts, and a dynamic yep. effort day, which is your speed. Um, and, what you, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I
0: didn't mean it. Go ahead, I didn't no, mean it. No, that's um, that's
1: pretty. All much right, what so
0: I, I mean, what, I mean, what do you like? Go back to? Are we going to go back to basics? Squat, deadlift? Are we going to do some form of press, or do you? Want to not only do weight room, are we talking maybe a little farmer's walk? Are we talking, you know, anything like that? I mean, what what do you like to do? Or do you like to take maybe a few uh, movements, you know, as we talked about percentage there, drop them right down, more explosiveness, or do you want to do multiple things? How, how do you like to do that with movements, as, as we would say?
1: Um, you know, uh, squat, bench, dead, yep. sure, yep. Or, yep. or whatever pressing movement you choose, depending yep. on the sport, um, those need to be in there and those need to be a part of it. When it comes to the accessory stuff, during that time period, you can choose to eliminate the accessories altogether, right, or just work them 50% volume, yep. 50% uh, weight. Just you need to really kind of cut those off a little bit. But, yeah. yeah, really only about two weeks. If you just give yourself two weeks, work some power output, work some speed, cut down your accessories, you'll come back and hit the next block. And, yeah, you, you'll annihilate anything you're, you're going after, whether it's the weight room or the stones.
0: Without a doubt. And you know what? I, I never understood, and I'm sure you run into this over the years too. What is it? Is it – I don't know. I don't want to use the word ego, but – why, why are you and even guys that have been doing this stuff for a while, why the hesitation of having to, let's say, step back a little bit? What what is that? Is it is it just a habitual thing over the decades? Is it like I said before? Oh, my God, I'm going to lose size. That's ridiculous. What what do you think it is? Is it all a mental thing, a physical thing? I mean, what, what, in your opinion, is causing that type of attitude about things?
1: Yeah, I would say it's more of a mental thing because yep. you do get in this groove of, oh, if I don't work out this day, if I don't, you know, if I don't keep it all organized and have to do everything on this exact day, oh, I'm going to lose some strength, I'm going to lose yeah. some size, and that's not the case, especially if you've been doing it as long as we have. Yep. I mean, <laughs> taking a week off, ten days, two weeks off in the grand scheme of things, I mean, that is like a half of a percent of a percent of the total time yeah. that you put in over the years. It is not going to make any sort of difference in a negative manner. It's only going to help you.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's just very beneficial. Let it, let some dings heal up. As you said, though, which was great. You keep pushing it, you know, you tear something. Guess what? You're out six months. That's it. Yeah. You know, And to me, to just try to buy that extra little bit of weight and then injure yourself, it's not worth it. Wouldn't you rather back off a couple weeks, hit the steel at a very low percentage, but still doing things. And the, the beauty of when, say, you're running at 50%, 60%, and then your explosive output. The thing I like about all that is this. You end up... I like talking to myself, especially when I'm doing stuff like that. So just say you've got, I don't know, 300 on the squat bar. And of course it feels okay. It's not as light as it usually is. Cause we're a little bit, we're a little bit tapped right now, but we stay with it. We're nice and tight with the bar. And you're saying to yourself, you know, when I come back. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. So what you're doing is you're constantly reinforcing where you want to go and what you want to do. And by doing this, you know, we talk about rewiring all that stuff. Is it not better to be saying that stuff over and over again to yourself rather than, well, I, I got nothing left. I, I don't know if I can come back and lift that 400-pound stone, let alone. Well, let me tell you, folks, you talk like that, you're not lifting shit, period. Yeah. That's the end of you. And we, I've seen friends of mine. That were very, very good Olympic lifters. Uh, they, they hurt their back. Um, they went through a succession of fix this, fix that, blah, 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 blah. Oh, don't lift now. for. And I'm saying to myself, even if you came back like we were just talking about, Ryan, 50%, 40%. I don't care if it's an empty Olympic bar. You're still doing something. See, what what I see with people that kind of fall to the side that were very, very good in this stuff yeah. is they get so frightened of this injury now, whether it's healed or not, they can't get it out of their head mentally. And I've seen friends of mine that it was fixed. They came back. They got to a certain point where they were starting to go heavy finally. Where are you tonight? I don't know, man. I think I tweaked my back again first couple times i'm like okay but then you see the pattern of it and eventually you keep doing this stuff and the majority of now don't even lift at all and i think when people tell you don't do a thing i think that's the worst thing you can do like i said even if you're using the absolute worst, yeah. yeah absolute worst because you know what happens then you ingrain it in your head and then you're screwed right to the wall i mean look Ryan, myself, so many people that are on this show, you don't think that we're walking around almost every day still hurting. I don't care if you're recovered or not. There's some mornings after I've done that shit, I can barely walk down the stairs to go and eat breakfast. I mean, I'm so hurting right there. But it works itself out. You do different modalities to bring yourself up quicker. And if you go out there, and I think that's a big key to what we're talking about today. No budge, no move is this. If you're not feeling it, it's okay to back off, folks. It's yeah. o- you know what I mean. It's like, why do you have to keep pushing your balls to the wall? And then, all right, nothing happened this time. But and I don't want to plant that seed in anybody. But as a guy that tore a bicep, you know, I don't ever want to repeat any of those tears ever, never. And yeah. and when you come back and you realize that, you know, you're going to make the right choices. But you know, I just feel that you got to have enough sense to say, okay, we're not going to do this tape. Or you know what I like to do, Ryan? If I'm really feeling still kind of raggedy, I will go in and take one movement, and I might go balls to the wall with it, do the auxiliary, say, like the neck, uh, maybe a little bit of light grip with the Apollon, Um few things like that. Nothing. That is killing the body, but yet I still feel what I got going on in my head. I'm saying to myself, well, I just made some big gains tonight. Take it away.
1: Yeah, and you know, another thing that, that I really, really like, and I think as I get older, I kind of fall more into this groove of yep. change, change it altogether. And the 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 load doesn't necessarily need to happen in the gym. Yep. And... My suggestion is to find something that is completely different than what you're doing, whether it's weights or stones or whatever, yep. and don't do those things. So take the week, two weeks, whatever, and, you know, go swim, yeah. go, yep. you know, hike, you hike and you're working the hell out of your legs and it's, yep. it's great for you and you're not going to lose any strength. And it's something completely different for your brain, completely different for your body, you know, going and finding something that you enjoy doing that is still active, um, but completely different than what you're targeting in the gym or, you know, with stones or whatever. It's really, really important. And for me, I have these these funny things called uh, Aqualogics uh, bells and stuff for pool stuff. And yeah, I just, you know, I take a week and I'll get three workouts in during that week. And I, I, you know, work out in a pool for an hour each time. And that's
0: fabulous, man.
1: Yeah. And when you come back to the gym, I mean, you feel fresh, you feel good and you did all the right things during that deload to make it to where you're going to be able to hammer the weights for the next four weeks of your block.
0: And there's nothing better than water, man, for healing, yeah. for everything. I mean, and you think, you know, I love people say, well, resistance. There's more resistance in water than you can imagine, especially if you're swing. You know, if you're swinging something from between your legs out up over the top through the water, you talk about resistance, folks. Uh, I, You see... You you hit it right on the head, like, I'll, I'll take my mountain bike and go out, and I mean, crazy shit. Jumping curbs, running through traffic, nutty stuff, which I shouldn't do, because you could easily get... But sometimes you just need to go out there and scream your lungs out, man. I'm not kidding you when I say that. It's like, I love this stuff more than anything in the world in my life. And I wouldn't give it up. I wouldn't care if they cut me in half. I'd find a way to still train. The point of the matter is, Ryan hit it right on the nose, is this. Sometimes you need to get away from the things you love. Yeah. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? What? Sometimes everything, girl, my girlfriend went, I need a break, man. I need a break. It doesn't mean I don't care for you or I don't love you. It's just right now, you know, maybe everything's kind of caving in with the business or this and that. Sometimes you just need to withdraw, and this is this is maturity, I think, and I hate that word pretty much, but it's learning the maturity of your mind, of knowing when, okay, we need a rest here, all right? Whether we're going to back the weights off and do it that way, or we're going to singularly go out and swim for a while. We're going to use some kettlebells or whatever we're going to use in the water. All right. Um, Or we're going to go ride a bike or whatever we're going to do. It's not going to be for that long. And I can tell you that it won't be for that long because usually after like seven days, I'm starting to crack and all of a sudden that feelings coming in you, we need to get back. We need to get back. We need to get back. Well, listen to those voices because when that's happening, That means it's time you're ready to go back in. You've got to start learning, as John Ridge, my chiropractor, said all the years. You have an innate intelligence in you. You can call it heart. You can call it your subconscious mind, the reptilian mind, whatever you want to label it as. But you need to start listening to that voice because that is the voice that's going to guide you to where you want to go. And anybody that's taking time off or in the water or on the bike, whatever we're doing, you're going to start hearing that because I know what happens to me. After about seven days, I'm I'm miserable. I'm very hard to live with, and I get very short-tempered with things. Why? Because when I go out in that yard, that's my sanctuary right there. That's where I'm allowed to sound like I'm cutting people in half, all right, and myself included. Men realize, women realize, when you're dedicated to physical culture the way we are here, You don't realize all the mental equations and the chemicals that are flowing through us all the time. There's stuff going on all the time. Physical culture, you've been doing it like Ryan and a half for all these years. It has full bearing on you. But you also, at this point, have been around enough to know, all right, we're going to back off or we're going to go do something else for a week, 10 days, two weeks. Believe me, folks, you're not going to lose anything probably going to gain more and we know when you get over yeah. that stone or under that bar you're going to kill it it's all yours brother
1: yeah and you you won't lose anything and, and that's the thing that everybody needs to understand is there is no loss during that time period of doing whatever is different that you're doing if there's only a positive especially if it's only if it's only two weeks yeah. you know, that's going to give you such a nice break you lose nothing you gain a, every time yeah, it, it, you can't go in with the mentality of, oh, I'm going to lose. I'm, there is no losing. There's only no, I, gaining. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, and that kind of brings in the importance of having an off season of doing whatever you're doing also. So I love stones. I yeah. hate not lifting stones. But if I don't take a stone off season, um, the hunger isn't as much. Nope. You know, I I – start getting a little bit dinged up yep. and you just, for me, I, I still love to lift and yeah. that's where I do some power lifting during yep. that time period. And you know, it's only about four, maybe five months tops that I take a moderate break from the stones. But then when I kick them back in, I'm stronger every single time. And, yeah, it just builds and builds and builds. Then go on Stone Tour again. Yeah. Kill it on Stone Tour. And then when you come back, take a little bit of a break and just, you know, do other things so that you're not burning yourself out mentally and physically.
0: Well, you know how I think's happened, too, Ryan, is Stones have become so popular now. We know that. We see the growth yeah. through everything. Okay. Through you, Utah, Stones, everything. Stevie, Shanks, yeah. you know, Charlie, all the stuff, you know, they're they're at the gathering, you know, Martin and Jamie Gorion are lifting the inverse stone. I mean, people now are starting to really take notice. I think it's a double-edged sword; it's good and bad. Um, there's some yeah. people that probably we don't want doing that, but <laughs> you can't you can't stop it now. All right, now it's kind of like a runaway train. And the thing is, your experiences, mine, everything are going to always be different. But there's one thing we all come to the table with is this. It's like anything you love to do, there's going to come a point in time where you got to get away from it. Because, look it, you know from the amount of stones you lift. I mean, the body, I don't care how much you do. You can do massage, you can do acupuncture, you can do ART, you can do the world. But the bottom line is, once your lower back is tired out, and you're feeling dings all over. And, you know, mentally, you're just not looking forward to it. You know, it's like, ah, oh, geez, I got to go out and do that tonight. You know, I don't know. You know, well, once you start all that, you better take some time off. And I think that's great. You know, four five, six months off because we've seen what you've done the last two years. Obviously, that formula is working for you because I was going to ask you that question. It's like, when do you know? I mean, obviously, you know your body better than anybody, and you have people that, whether you train with them or not, you know they're watching you. You're watching them. What what what's the kicker? Is it just like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I want to do it tonight? What what usually springs up in you where you're starting to take notice now?
1: Well, and I think it's all the lessons learned from my Pro Highland game career, Mm -hmm. and it it was one of those things where early on, the guy who, who taught me he would he would like get mad if I wouldn't take an season. he's like what are you doing I'm like well yeah. you know I need to get better I need to throw I need to throw and he would just put his foot down and say no I don't yep. want you to touch anything yep. for the next four months you just you know go get strong in the weight room yep you need that break and he was right in yeah. the, the years that I didn't take the amount of a break that I should have for my off season. I would go back into the season and I would be like, wow, yeah, I can't wait till this season's over. <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, When yep. it should have been the other way around. I should yeah. have been like, oh, yeah. I can't wait. This is going to be great. It's going to be a great season. And yep. I, I was already, you know, running on a half empty tank. Yep. And yep. so you just, you got to look at those off seasons and that time off is just refueling your gas tank so that you can withstand the, the months of abuse that a, if you're a competitive lifter or whatever, um, during that season. But yeah, you know, for the stones, it's the same thing. And I just, the lessons learned from the Highland game stuff, just take an off season. You can do other things that will yeah. keep you strong. And just let your brain, let your body recover, let get ready to go. But it really was, you know, all the off-season stuff for the Highland Games. And it's funny because I just uh, taught a clinic down in San Diego for the okay. Highland Games, and uh, I'm like, okay, so over the next few months, when you guys are, you know, working out, getting strong, and you take your off-season, and you're not throwing, and they all looked at me like I was crazy, <laughs> and, and and they're like. What do you mean don't throw? And I'm like, well, I, they didn't understand because in San Diego, they have great weather. Year weather up. all the time, right, yeah. Yeah, so they're like, well, we can throw you around. I'm like, yes, you can, but it doesn't mean you should. <laughs> right. right, exactly. So, yeah, once I explained to them, you know, why and this and that, then they started to get it. But, yeah, in, especially in places with great weather like that, it, it's really hard to step away, but you, you need to.
0: Hey, you know what I want to ask you. I I I I'd like. I'm going to go out and start looking. Have you ever looked Siberia, Russia? Obviously, anything is there. Have you ever tackled anything looking stone wise in those areas?
1: Yeah, there. I did a lot of research. There's uh, some stones that I found that were tied to more Inuit yep. uh, people, and the one thing that kept popping up was on that Eastern Ridge of Russia, Mm -hmm. that there's these stones that the, the tribal people were using as tests of strength. Wow. Um, they are massively in remote areas, probably not safe. Yeah. And, um, I don't know that they're even touchable at this point, but, there is I think I found one that was that was in an Alaskan museum. Oh wow. And, and uh yeah, but these they're perfect spheres. They kinda look like an atlas stone, but they're made of like granite. Holy wow, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're carved out in beautiful looking stones. But yeah, Russia and I know Chad Clark who is yep. an yep. awesome guy um, super into stones. And he went to uh, a Moss wrestling tournament and, uh, he, he sent me some pictures that were just amazing of these, these Russian, uh, wrestlers and athletes that were doing all their stone training, uh, or, or all their training with all these different stones and walks and lifts. And so, yeah, in, in that part of the world, it is still very much a thing. And you know, one day I was watching this uh, UFC. Uh, gosh, it was like a, a a lead up to one of the one of the, these big cards, and yep. uh, the, the guy that Connor uh, just fought recently, where they had the big brawl out in the crowd, yep. the Russian guy. So they were showing his training from back in the day, and sure as shit, he's out there and he's doing almost like Bulgarian bag type movements yeah. with a stone. Yep. And so yeah even to this day even those those wrestlers coming out of wherever he's from were using stones to do essentially like Bulgarian bag style movements for their training. It was nuts.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can you imagine the power. Holy god, man. It's oh, like yeah. you know, I mean, you're just generator of just power and strength. I just think that I mean, like you said, you probably can't go to a lot of those places. They're not safe. I mean, who knows (laughs) what's roaming around out there, man. Messing around with a Siberian tiger or two, you might not live to tell about it. But you know what the whole thing is? um, I mean, it's amazing you discovered more stones in Iceland. I mean, God dog, man.
1: There's probably, man, it's like 15, 16 more. Oh, my God. And, yeah.
0: and now are we t- are we talking real remote where you think you
1: got um, them uh, yeah, a few of them are remote, and some of them are actually fairly close to other stones that oh that that's are, awesome known so
0: i I don't think I ever asked you this, and I mean this all goes with everything. you've been an awful lot of places, man yeah. um if you had to pick the stone, the manhood stone or whatever you want to label it with, who's got the stone? right now and you're with everything you've done? Oh man.
1: Well, so all the countries kind of have a different, they're all very, very different when it comes to the stones, the type of the stones, the shape of the stone, the weight of the stone. Um, but I still say Iceland is king yeah. yeah. when it comes to not only the weight of the stones, but the different lifts. Yep. Um, the challenges there are are so different and so difficult. Um, I still think Iceland is king. Now I will say that in Sweden, the stones as a whole, like the quantity of big stones, huge. I mean, it is just unbelievable. The amount of historic stones there that are all over 300 pounds. I know that's insane. I mean, can you imagine
0: how strong they must've been to be moving that stuff? Oh, yeah.
1: In the whole country, I mean, once you roll through that country, you're like, oh, I get it. Because there are stones absolutely littered through all their forests. God dog, man. Yeah, and they had to cut down these forests and move these stones in order to make the farmland that they have now.
0: Yeah, there there weren't any backhoes and things like that, man. Maybe some horses, but it was all brute force that was moving that stuff. I mean, it's it's amazing. Hey, you know what we never really talked about either? Maybe on the next show, obviously, the amount of horsepower, because we've never even really gotten in a food intake with you, and I think that's so important, especially, you know, we got a lot of up-and-coming stone lifters that listen to this. Um, Very, very, I mean, leading into, obviously, all the training leading right into the point where you're driving or getting onto the plane to go to wherever we'll say Iceland, Icelandic air. What were you, I mean, was the diet heavy? I mean, I, I've heard so many people right down to Robert Oberist. I mean, you know, they're talking like 17,000 calories a day, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm not talking junk calories either. I'm talking yeah. good stuff. Well, how did you, how were, I mean, And I want to get into this, I don't want to give everything out right now, but were you very dominant with, was calories on your mind quite a bit, or did you know, did you eat when you felt like you had to eat, or were you specifically on, I need, you know, 300 grams of protein a day, I need 8,000 calories a day to hold or start gaining, what was your approach to a lot of this stuff, Ryan?
1: Well, there's kind of a, two ways that I approach it. Um, for one, I, again, kind of a learning process through um, my Highland game career. The first time I went to Scotland to throw mm-hmm. and then ended up lifting Denny's and Inver on that same trip. Yep. The, we were there for two weeks. And the first week I was there, mm-hmm. I mean, it was just brutal, The the, the calorie deficit we were in. Yeah. Being that you're competing all day, so you had a big breakfast, you had nothing through the middle of the day, Oof. and then you had a decent-sized dinner. So, I mean, the total calories taken in, I mean, if it was 1,500, I'd be shocked. Wow. And after that first week, I mean, we are dragging. We were just dying. I was okay. like, man, I'm not covering. I feel like crap. Yep. And I called my wife who was coming over to Scotland that next week, Mm -hmm. just come hang out. And I'm like, Hey, you know, will you do me a favor and go to Costco and grab as many boxes of protein bars as you can find. Yeah. And she brought those over and that really changed the entire second half of my trip. I was recovered for the, for the games that were coming, stones that I was lifting. Yep. It really, really changes the way that you look at it. But, yeah, when you're on the road, it's hard it's to hard, get yeah. In yeah. the amount of calories that you need for the amount that you're expending. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, you, you got to bring food with you, especially to the Scandinavian countries. It's not the amount of food that we eat as being. Well, as the rest of the world calls us, the fat Americans. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're used to a different level of calories coming in here in the States, and it's readily available on every corner, every gas station. Where it is not like that in other countries, but. Yeah, when it comes to the food, that is one of the harder parts of staying recovered when you're in those other countries lifting stones.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. And, but, and, you uh,
1: know,
0: and you're putting out such horsepower all the, oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah,
1: so much, so much. But, yeah, one thing I used to kind of try to do is – E, 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 e yep. obviously tons of protein leading in. Protein is obviously the, the, the main thing that's gonna help you recover as you're yep. getting ready to go to these countries. But one thing that I didn't want to do is eat so clean that it's nothing I would see in these other countries to where give right, me upset right. stomachs and stuff like that. Yep. So I don't want to say that I dirty it up before I leave, but I kind of do. I mean, I, I eat stuff that I'm going to see on the road. And- yeah.
0: Well, I, I'll tell you what. When we were on the road traveling all over Iceland and ate, I ate more hot dogs, and they were the worst hot dogs in the world than I ever had <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I'm not kidding you either. That stuff was shit, man. And yeah. But the second time when we stayed in Reykjavik in this hotel, I wish I remember the name, The food was incredible, and they got to know you real good. And, you know, like I said, I ate more lamb, and a couple nights they had beef, and I was drinking the big fat milk. I mean, I'd drink glass after glass of it. It was incredible. And you felt much better, obviously, doing that, you know.
1: Oh, yeah. Iceland, you know, and I ate very, very well in Iceland. And Mm. it's funny because their grocery stores and their gas stations have these weird sandwiches in them. Yeah. And I mean it's like egg and lamb and yep. Yep. I mean, it's really really weird some of the ingredients but you eat them and they're they're great. I know yeah. Nick he was he <laughs> was all constantly shoving his face full of egg and lamb sandwiches I'm like you're just you get Your, hooked uh, on stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And I remember when we were going to these ends in- because they had it set up. I like for breakfast, too. I mean, eggs and cereal, all that stuff. But they had more, I guess you would call it, processed meat than I've ever seen. I, I used to just eat. I'd go back and eat it. I mean, anything. I didn't care. And you're right. I don't know good, bad, or ugly with it, but it it filled me up, and it tasted good enough, man. And it was like, you know, uh, what are you going to do? Open up your own little kitchen and cook for yourself? That's not going to happen. You know, you're going to have to eat, and you're going to have to eat with it. I'm watching these big dudes eat the stuff anyways. I said, it doesn't seem like it's hurt them. I'll just keep going. You know, it's just, just the way it is, man. Hey, when when you're there, you got to live like the natives live. That's just the way it is, man, and, and it was fine. I mean, it is. Um, yeah. What I want to – we'll finish up, but what I want to uh, do, just kind of like a recap on no budge, no move, is this. So we talked about backing off. If we're going to back off to 50%, we want to get more explosiveness, obviously. Maybe we change, you know, we go back to our steel, our iron. I think, which is the greatest thing of all. We take some time off. We come back. Obviously, we start manhandling stones after we get a little bit of rework in there. You know, get used to things. Maybe a workout or two, and we're back rolling again. Obviously, to to recap and just give everybody just another, I don't know. I want to say, just just like another. Some idea, you know, here's something to chew on till the next show we have. What do you think, very simply, I mean, I know that I I said about the 50% and all that. What else would you add to that, brother, where, you know, all right, they know they got to back off, no problem. Let's go back to the basic training, squat, deadlift. I don't care what kind of push you're doing, a bench press, overhead, you can do both for whatever you want to do. It's only two weeks. What else would you add or what would you say to everyone out there this is what you need to do and you will reap the benefits
1: well i would say the main one being that most strong uh, well strength athletes yep. do a lot of deadlifting and yep. um the guys i've noticed that that are deadlifting heavy week in week out it's just nonstop yeah um you can't do that and that's that's the thing that you need to change first. And for most people, they don't know that it takes about 21 days for you after a heavy deadlift yep. to completely recover central nervous system wise in order to be at a hundred percent to do another super heavy deadlift. Yeah. Yep. So each diff, each lift is a little different as to the recovery time Yep. Um, I would say for, for a super heavy maximal effort squat, I think it's about 14 days before you're at 100% again for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where, you know, slowly building by percentages, you're working up to that big number. But, yeah, every lift is a little bit different. If it's an upper body lift, you recover a little bit faster for Fast, that. Yeah, but Yep. Yeah, that, that would be my main thing that I would tell any strength athlete coming up is you do not need to deadlift heavy every single week.
0: Oh, I know.
1: Yeah, just work with maximal numbers as you lead up and then just once a block, once a month, once every four weeks – Pull a heavy deadlift, and I think most people would be shocked at how much their deadlift will go up by not deadlifting heavy as much.
0: And think about this, too. Okay, so you're switching off from stones. We'll we'll use that example for a couple weeks. But you still got a lot of trauma to the body. I mean, you're going to go in and try to go 90% with a deadlift. You might as well forget about it because you're, you're not going to be ready in two weeks. I mean, your lower back is still going to be hammered, let alone everything else. You know, as we said, full body could take 14 days to come back. Maybe, like you said, how about deadlifting every three weeks? You want to start changing, you know, your percentages. But I agree with you totally. You're going to watch everything come up if you play it smart like that. But when you get greedy, you get in trouble. You know, and, and I think, you know, with all the material out there, with all the stuff on this show, I just think there's a lot of people that still don't get it yet. I really do. You know, oh, it's, yeah. it's like if you're repeating the same thing over and over, you know, obviously you're not understanding what's going on. And your body is so unique where we're talking about urinate intelligence. Your body is going to give you signs, you know, whether you can't sleep at night, whether you're in the bathroom more than you've ever been. I don't feel like eating right now. Obviously, your moods are up and down like a yo-yo. That's pretty, uh, you know, there's a lot of evidence there that something's going on. And
1: yeah, yeah, there's triggers. Triggers for everybody are a little bit different. For me, the main trigger is when I am absolutely exhausted Yep and I'm sitting here in the middle of the night with my <laughs> eyes wide open staring yep. at it. Yep. Yep. I mean, that is the first and biggest indicator for me that I am shot and I yep. need to take
0: That's the worst, too, brother. You know what I mean? When you lay or you're laying there and you know you're overtrained, I hate that word, but we'll just say uh, you've gone past uh, 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 the the door, put it that way, or the line. You've gone over the line, you know, and it's the worst thing. Then your mind is on, like, overload and you're running through. You know, your mind's a program. And you're running through all these programs, and it's even worse, man, because you can't let go. Everything's going on and on and on, you know, and I know exactly what you mean. But this show was killer, and we can get into so much more. But remember, everybody, no budge, no move, you can heal it up. You you heard tons of ideas here today. Um, There's much more. I mean, like I said, go back and listen to all the shows Ryan and I have done. Ryan, uh, summarize anything. Give out all your information as far as people getting hold of you. I will give mine. Hang on, and we'll get you ready for next month.
1: Yeah, on Facebook, just uh, look for Ryan Stewart, the the ugly guy lifting the big stone. (laughs) And uh, on Instagram, uh, I believe it's Squatch is my handle on Instagram. And uh, yeah, for any of the gym stuff, Black Flag Strength and Fitness here in Utah, uh, whether you want to come train or want me to take you out for a stone tour on the Utah Stones of Strength, uh, you can just... Google us, find us on there, and I'd be happy to help you out.
0: Absolutely. Good, good stuff. Um, this is Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24 7. As I said, go out. Well, if there's a show you'd like Ryan and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at com. We are also on um, iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five star review. That's what we've gotten, and we thank everybody for that. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts. Um, And we're on AHA Directory, which is pronounced aha, where where you can get M&M in your car 24-7. Also, too, um, if someone seeks you out in the jungle or the concrete jungle, um, never be afraid to give them five words to inspire. Um, You'd be amazed at what five words can do for somebody. And I mean that. I talk to people everywhere I go. You know, you'd be amazed. You see the big smile on their face suddenly. They're solemn. The next minute, you know, they're talking your ear off. Why? There's a lot of people who don't even bother with some of these people. Or they're just kind of introverted. But believe me, everybody's got a story and everybody wants to know things. Don't cut yourself off from the world just because you think everything is awry out there. There are still a lot of good people out there. And the more you believe that, the more of them will come into your life. Also, too. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day because you don't know what people are going through. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust, that's for our pal Paul Thor. Great guy. Great stone lifter. He's in Wales. And as I've said many times, Gary Taylor, world's strongest man, big Olympic lifter. If you hear us. If anyone knows him besides Paul, we want to get him on Eminem. He was one of my heroes, too. Milo was where I discovered him. And, of course, I watched him on, you know, WSM. Awesome. I always remember I put pictures up of him where they were lifting the Flintstones and pressing them overhead. I loved WSM when it was like that. Nothing against today's stuff, but, I, you know, there's just something about that press like that. I know everybody uses logs and big dumbbells and all that, and that's great. But there's just something unique about pressing a stone, or should I say stones. So, Gary Taylor, we want you, brother. Come on in. Anybody that knows him, tell him. Contact me through Facebook. I'd love to speak to this gentleman. Also, too, um, let's see. The Hoosier of Steel Stone Crusher says domination and blood red. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path, and we... Don't follow anybody. We make our own path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, when I listen to your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's a tidal wave, brother, getting higher and wider. And I want everybody to know, next month, the end of the month, will be our fifth year up on Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Quite an accomplishment, because if you know anything, if you heard me, most podcasts last 30 days. 30 days. We're hitting five years. I'm so proud of it. And I thank everybody who's past, present, and future coming on here. Because there is a big future here, folks. Believe me. So thank you, everyone. Also, too, um, Frank Klein, my greatest college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge. His anniversary is next week. We lost him four years ago to cancer. I love John like a father. He would walk every patient to the door, no matter how busy he was. He would open the door like a gentleman and say, keep smiling. Keep smiling. I'm telling you, no matter what's going on in your life, say that to you. It will change the dynamics of your life. So remember to keep Smiling. Also, to be a steward of strength, don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred more of your friends are coming. We won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join etched in stone, etched in stone for kids. If you love these shows, send them out to your friends. I know there's social media people we're not hitting. Send them out. If you're proud of them, if you like what you hear, if it's helping you, send them out. That's what we're doing here. We are educating. And we are giving you our life experiences. Just listen today. No budge, no move. Most people don't even think that way. You know, I, I know many people that I talked about. My one buddy who's an Olympic lifter, he, I believe he convinced himself that he could no longer train. And it's too bad because what an Olympic lifter. But if you don't use your head correctly and you listen to a lot of people that don't have your best interest or have never even trained, you could be in a big mess. So always think about those things. Also, too, um, let's see. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. <clears throat> Excuse me. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And before I sign off with Ryan, remember this. You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. And you have greatness in you, and you're all geniuses, too. I don't care what anybody tells you. You have the tools to do what it is you dream about. Don't second guess and second, just don't take no for answers. Go out and think about something you want to do. Start doing it. You got to put one foot in front of the other, and I guarantee you you're going to have the best life you could ever think of. Ryan, awesome show as usual. Always an honor to have you on, sir. And thank you for being here today, brother.
1: Great. Thank you so much, Eric. Yeah. Always a good time and can't wait for next time.
0: Yes, sir. And it's always great to have you on because like I said, Charlie, Dr. Wong, you know, Ryan, people that are doing it, they're not these armchair guys and girls are like, well, you know, I think you ought to do it. No, everybody comes on here is so authentic and doing such great things. This is why I'm saying We have the ability through this platform to change minds like you can't believe. And believe me when I tell you that. So, this show will be up Monday. So, for Ryan Stewart, this is Eric Fiorello. Remember, go out and do something magnificent in the world. You're going to get it back tenfold. And never be afraid to ask the world, the universe, for what you want. But get out there and get going today. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great weekend. Don't forget, we got Will Dinwiddie Monday and we got Arion Messemer on Monday afternoon. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you soon.
1: Thanks so much for listening to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn.
0: We'll see you next time.